I go silent, it's because I'm burping and I'm trying to hold the burp far away from the microphone. Hasn't stopped you before. (laughs) I had a really bad chicken experience. I mean, okay, first of all, I got food poisoning over the weekend. And then I thought I was fully recovered from it because yesterday I felt mostly fine, but I realized that I didn't really eat yesterday. So I think that's why I felt fine. And then today, my first meal that I had was chicken. I went to Saint Hubert and I tried to get a club sandwich with no bacon. Get right back on that horse. Get right back on the horse. And then I also ordered a hot chicken sandwich for my mom. And then what they gave me (laughs) was a club sandwich with bacon with sweet potato fries. Didn't order that. And then a and then a half chicken with regular fries. White so meat? neither one of the meal of dark meat. <laughs> neither one of the meals that I ordered were what I got. So then I came home in a rage blackout. How far away is it? 2 minute drive. <laughs> and I but I here's the thing I knew I knew it was going wrong because I kept I repeated the order like 3 times and the girl was repeating it back to me, but I could see on the her little like screen that she was not fixing the problems. <laughs> And I thought, you know what? Maybe she's fixing it. And by the time I get to the window, it'll be fine. Like, I, I should stop. Like, I felt like I was being patronizing. So I was like, whatever. So I get to the window. And as soon as she hands me the box, I'm smelling, I'm smelling dark meat. I knew. <laughs> I just knew it was dark meat and sweet potato fries. So I get home in a rage, throw it on the counter and like tell my mom. I'm like, I was in a mood. I was like, they didn't even get anything right. I bet you they didn't get anything right. I was like fully flipping. <laughs> So we crack open the stupid little boxes, which they put like zip ties around their boxes. Really? I don't know how familiar you are with like Saint Hubert, but I've like actually never had the privilege of eating there. Well, I'm rethinking ever going back. They we they randomly like zip tie their boxes, so you have to have a pair of utility scissors in order to even see your food. So I rip open the boxes. Obviously, they're wrong. I was, like, in a rage. And you know when you're like, fine, I just won't eat anything? But then my mom was like, no, it's fine. I'll call. So she calls them and tells them that they fucked up both orders. And, like, because it's small town, they're like, okay, well, don't worry. We're just going to have someone drive the right order over to you. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we know where you live. (laughs) Yes. So a delivery guy came and brought the right order. But then... My order still wasn't right. It still had bacon in it. And it looked like they had made the club sandwich angrily because (laughs) the like... It wasn't made with love. It was not made with love. It was like really slammed together. (laughs) Like the... They put like pieces of wood in the sandwich to hold it together. And the wood was like cracked and broken. Like not a toothpick? No, like Like a a little bit thicker. Like a two by four. A little bit thicker than a toothpick, like a two by four. And, um, and it was like cracked open and it was just, um, it was messy, but I was like, you know what? I can't, I just have to eat it. Like I can't make a fuss. So I ate it and like immediately my stomach started to hurt. So I took a Tums and I can't tell if it's residuals from the food poisoning. Jesus. I can't tell if it's residuals from, from the listeria that I had. Listeria? I think it was listeria, which is like what you get from salad. What? I've never heard of that. Is that like Munchausen? Uh, Almost. (laughs) (laughs) The 
times that I've gotten the worst food poisoning in my life has always been when I'm purposely avoiding meat and I end up getting it from lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) From like, you know how once in a while there's like recalls on lettuce? Yeah, Because it's like bacteria, you'll get listeria from it. I think I got, I I was living on listeria lane all weekend. (laughs) And, um... Fuck off. So now I don't know if my stomach hurts as a residual effect of that or if i've now just mixed some salmonella in with the listeria so what i'm saying is (laughs) we better start soon (laughs) because i might be on a very fine timeline (laughs) wait so how did you even get the what gave you the food poisoning because i thought it was coleslaw yeah so i went to a grad party on the weekend congratulations and thank you (laughs) finally did it and um and the worst part is like we're at this grad party and we so we had to it was a really really intense grad party there was like they had rented tents like you'd rent for a wedding and there was like picnic tables and entertainment and stuff so we had to run this like margarita station so we were pumping out margaritas in the hot sun for like two hours before we had a break to go eat so We go eat, and it's, like, kind of slim pickings, just, like, leftovers. But I thought I had put together a nice little plate of food for myself with what was still there. But now, looking back, I either, like, ate – I either ate something that people had deliberately been avoiding, so there was enough (laughs) leftover for me to take, or I ate something that had been sitting out in the hot sun for too long – because then we kind of took a poll and asked, like, if anyone else from from the party had gotten sick. And it was really just the two of us. And, like, one other girl said, said that she ate a salad and it, quote, made her feel like shit after. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why I think it was She was being one of very them. literal when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think it was probably one of the salads that had been sitting out too long or something. But I don't know. It was it was horrible. And now I just think that I made it worse by eating the club sandwich that was made yeah. with nothing but hatred for me. You've been spending too much time shitting alone in the VIP. <laughs> I'm shat. <laughs> I'm shat. I'm shat. Um, anyway. Well, welcome back to Days of the View. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a better introduction than that. I'm just working on my opening monologue for when I get my spinoff show called, also called Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we wanted to get together as soon as we could to talk about the Bahamas. Yes. Since clearly any and all attempts for us to physically get sent there failed, we thought... What happened with that? <laughs> we thought as a gift to everyone who tried so hard to get us there... Let's release an episode right away. I thought that was handled. I thought... <laughs> I thought... I don't know. Listen, I sent my passport and my sin to someone. <laughs> to they were Delby. asking for mother... Yeah. <laughs> they asked for a mother's maiden name, first uh, pet's name. I sent all of that info trusting that we'd be first class on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Yeah, well... 
everyone apparently the airport is fucked right now so it's for the best we never would have made it there anyway you're right in my mind it was gonna be like barb and star go to vista del mar (laughs) but in reality it would have been us at the airport for 16 hours missing everything just shitting just (laughs) somehow i would have ended up getting food poisoning anyway (laughs) well what did you think about the four-day bahamas extravaganza at the baja mar it was so needed yeah um it was so 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 needed and selfishly i wish it had been more than four days but i'll take it yeah i I mean, yeah, on one hand, I could have watched them in the Bahamas for the rest of the season. Yeah. But at the same time, I think they packed so much good stuff into four episodes that it was kind of like four episodes of perfect television. (laughs) I would say it was even better than Disney, the last Disney trip. I agree with most of... Yeah, (laughs) I agree mostly. I I agree with mostly. We'll get to my issues. But I do... Yeah, I think that they, like, really revved up, like, trying to pack in as much comedy into every moment as they could. I also, I don't remember if they did this at Disney, but I loved seeing them wear those little mics. <laughs> that, to little me, just made everything mics. better. Little flesh-colored mics, like, as if they were on Broadway. Yeah, that was good. I I did, like, and I thought many times about every time the wind would blow... I would be mm-hmm. like, wow, like, <laughs> the audio engineering for these episodes must be so complicated. Oh, my God. Impeccable. Because <laughs> I'm not hearing a single breeze, only Anna's cell phone ringing. I-, <laughs> I think there were a lot of things that they did there that they should consider just keeping for the studio. Yeah. <laughs> like, having an in-house band. That only plays island music. Having those cute little mics. And also, like, sometimes having them all wear sunglasses, because I feel like everyone, I feel like everyone was more relaxed wearing those sunglasses, and it also made it unclear to tell who was awake and who wasn't at certain times. And that was, like, a fun game. That was a fun game for the viewer. I also was so happy that they decided to bring Anna for the entire four days. Yes. Like, it it made the show so much funnier to have, like... Mm -hmm. The four, the five, the four. Yeah. The five? (laughs) The five. (laughs) The five. Uh, To have the five, the five. Yeah. Who all get along really well. Yeah, the fab Mm -hmm. five who actually all really like each other there, or at least like like each other enough. Yeah. Because I can't imagine this trip without Anna now. And I cannot, like, I can't imagine, like, what if they had brought... Alyssa Farah, Abraham, oh Campos Duffy Jr. Like, can you imagine, like, when they're doing all these funny little pre-tape no. segments, like, what would she have been doing? Like, emailing CNN on the beach? <laughs> it also would have been a slap in the face to Friday girl Paula Ferris, who, like, <laughs> had to fight tooth and nail to get an invite to Disney. And then they just bring some random girl in for... Fucking Bahamas. Pa- no, I don't think so. Paula fought tooth and nail only to have the entire time she was there be about, where's Paula? <laughs> 
she fought tooth and nail and apple core just to get there for them to turn her whole presence into one big joke. But you know what? It was memorable. And we're still talking about it like four years later. Paula Ferris pioneered the Friday girl position. She showed us all how to be a part timer and to do it flawlessly and with grace. Yes, she was a trailblazer for women who only want to work one day a week. And honestly, that's me. Okay, I wanted to take some time to talk about some of the press and articles that I've been seeing over the past couple months because there's been some things changing in the world of like who's covering the view beat. Okay. Because it seems like ever since Megan started working at the Daily Mail, it seems like the Daily Mail is kind of off the view beat now. Mm-hmm. And there's some new ones that have really like been carrying the Kelly mantle. Is that how you, <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> so I want to talk about, first I'm going to talk about some stuff I saw in the New York Post. So the okay. New York Post put out an article saying, under the category real estate, the view host faced backlash for $14,000 a night luxury Bahamas getaway. <laughs> The rambunctious hosts of The View have had their share of controversy and scandals in the past year, and what better way to unwind from all the drama than with a $14,000 a night luxury vacation? The women have been recording their show from their luxury stay. The resort is made up of three hotels, Rosewood, Grand Hyatt, and SLS. According to The Sun, the Rosewood is the most expensive hotel of the three, with the Oceanside six-bedroom villa setting customers back $14,000 a night. Yeah, we get it. It's $14,000. But it claims that there's been all of this backlash about them staying there. From who? Despite the much-needed Paradise Getaway, the hosts face backlash for touting their stay at the Baja Mar. Like, they're supposed to just keep it to themselves that they're literally sitting in the Bahamas. And, like, the whole show is, like, sponsored by <laughs> the Baja Mar currently. Like, it couldn't be more branded. It says... Aw, how nice. Those who are struggling to put food on their tables and gas in their cars can see a vacation spot firsthand on TV. One user wrote, Good for them. Money wasted in a time where things are tight. But you all have a great time there, another said. (laughs) Great visual. Living it up in the Bahamas while the average Joe and Jane can't afford to fill up their car with gas. Okay. The article ends with a spokesperson for The View told The Post no one was staying in a 14K per night penthouse. This story is false and made up. And they still post it. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, well, we have three really angry people on social media who would love to have answers as to why you think it's okay to do this. I just love journalism. (laughs) It's my passion. I love that they took the time to write this article, pay someone to write the article about the view hosts going on a sponsored vacation to shoot their episode of an episode, four episodes of their show. Like that is like that is the biggest problem that's facing the American economy right now. Well, you're in for a real treat because it's <laughs> great. It's not only the New York Post that is on the view beat. There's actually a much bigger entity out there covering the views every move that I don't really remember being a major player in the past. Okay. 
And that is the the U.S. son. Okay. What about the U.S. daughter? <laughs> not the Toronto son. We could never get not, behind those paywalls. Not, and not the U.K. son. And not the U.K. hun, either. <laughs> <laughs> but you would not believe the amount of articles that the son have come out with about The View in the last, like, three months. They pump mm-hmm. them out every day. And I can only imagine what they would have done in the Megan days because oh my god the mountains that they're making honey the mountains that they're making out of these molehills <laughs> sweetie you would not believe so i thought we could talk about the bahamas day by day but mm-hmm. i would like to also tell the story of the bahamas from the perspective of the sun as we go along okay i did just want to ask has um has Amo Mama still been covering the view? <laughs> Amo Mama, the tea has gone cold. <laughs> but I suspect with big things coming on the horizon for uh-huh. Cherry. Right now the details are slim. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a feeling they've still got a leg in this race. <laughs> So let's talk about the Bahamas. Monday, the show opens with this beautiful opening celebration mm-hmm. of the the beautiful people of the Bahamar Resort and the live <laughs> band, the dancers. The co-hosts come out in headdresses. <laughs> As they're often want to do, actually. <laughs> yes. Not unlike this is not their the last. first or the last time. If they're going somewhere, they're going to be wearing a headdress of some of <laughs> yeah. some sort. Yeah, you can bet on that. They they walk out and bop around to Ole Ole, hot hot hot, and it was Whoopi welcomes us all to the Bahamar, and what I thought was incredible is. From that, they immediately had to sit down and discuss the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Just incredible work done on, from for, from everyone, from every corner of production. The timing could not... A lot of people were like, oh, this timing is absolutely psychotic. This uh-huh. is insane. Yeah. It's actually... I can't think of anything more quintessentially The View than... Yeah. Roe v. Wade overturning <laughs> while they are <laughs> on a beautiful celebration vacation in the Bahamas <laughs> live. <laughs> like, obviously, that happened. Yeah. Like, if someone was like, I'm struggling to understand camp, like, explain to me what <laughs> camp is, I would say, literally, look no further. And so they sit down and they have to talk about it. Whoopi has to like give this whole disclaimer of like, we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know this would happen when we were planning this beautiful vacation and when we had the band rehearse hot, hot, hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joy says that she would have jumped out of the plane if she could. Yeah. Which Sarah happily seems to endorse. When you heard it, 
What was your thoughts? Well, first of all, we were in the air. Yes, I did. So it was not easy to jump out of the plane. Yeah. (laughs) And don't think Joy didn't try. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah had so much excited, nervous energy on day one. She really was like the little kid on Christmas morning. She was like the little kid on Christmas morning, but if the morning of Christmas, her uncle had like broken his leg or something. And so the mood is kind of off, but like they're still kind of giddy. They're opening presents, but they're doing it in the hospital. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) They didn't spend too much time on that, thankfully. Because we had to get right into water slide day with Sarah and Sunny. (laughs) Yeah, no matter what was going on in the world, they had pre-taped segments that they needed to push through on a really tight schedule, and they persevered, and I really respect that. Yeah, I felt like it it was kind of like, this segment concept was like, hearkening back to Disney when Sarah and turf who must not be pronounced, Jedediah Bila, (laughs) went on the roller coasters with Sunny, and Sunny hated it. And it always gets referenced. And I feel like they were trying to capture the magic of that. And I would yes. say they succeeded because yes, I just don't understand why they don't do stuff like this all the time. Because everyone is so naturally funny yes. that they don't have to do much for it to be funny. They could, they're literally in New York City 95% of the time. Think of the amount of different excursions that they could get Sunny and Sarah to go on that they just do simply do not do. Like, we don't need to be on vacation to have a little excursion. Like, send them to Coney Island and see what happens. Like, <laughs> Just, like, it's once not, in a while. Exactly. Make them go learn how to tap dance with the cast of Beetlejuice. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I'll watch, I'll watch anything. So I was very happy to see them put together this little skit. (laughs) Love the water slides segment. Actually, I posted a screenshot of it on Instagram and Sunny and Sarah, you know, our girls. Mm -hmm. Our girls. They were commenting on it. Sunny said, Sarah did me wrong. And Sarah replied, never. It was an honest mistake. (laughs) I love our pals, Sunny and Sarah. I love our friends. But also, I don't understand how she said that Sarah did her wrong when the whole concept of the thing at the end was that Sunny, Sunny did had her multiple wrong. times done her wrong. <laughs> like when she was like, I have to go give a legal note and like the bucket of water dumped on Sarah. If you guys haven't seen this, you really got to go watch it. It, it. it can't be It can't be explained. No, I don't know how to explain <laughs> and then, it. And then at the end, when she sends her down that thing that was like the devil's backbone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just pure comedy. But I also want to say that I it was a hilarious and and um, admirable choice to me that Sarah was in a full wetsuit, basically. I know. <laughs> for the whole segment. Sunny is like in she beautiful came... like resort garb. Sunny was literally in resort wear. And Sarah is like, I'm Sporty Spice. Sarah said, I'm he- literally here as an athlete. I'm literally here <laughs> auditioning for Blue Crush. The scene of Sarah when she was like trapped inside the slide and Sunny was like, yeah. can I push the button? Mm-hmm. I honestly was scared. <laughs> Who here was scared? <laughs> that was better than it. That was better than it and it, it too for me. 
<laughs> that was scarier than it and it too. And I watched it on an edible. <laughs> okay, so after the slide, it sounds like everyone spent a lot of time at the bar when we arrived at the Bahamas. Yes. There were a lot of stories especially with Sunny, Mm -hmm. where it seemed like every day she was out at the bar all night getting hit on, (laughs) staying up till 12.30 a.m., dancing with Whoopi's... (laughs) Yeah, exercising with Whoopi's daughter and her Mm. husband. I was was exercising with your daughter and her husband till 12.30 at night. She was dancing. It's a... I don't know if anyone realized how blue that sounded until Joy was like, they were dancing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But so we got this story of Joy going to meet Sunny at the Rosewood Bar. Mm -hmm. And Joy walks in with her darling little girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was a PA. We're in the bar in the Rosewood, I guess, right? Yeah. And I see Sunny. I walk in with one of the PAs, with my little darling little uh, girl there. Um, her name is Anna Giacom- Giacometti, like yeah. the artist, but she's not. Anyway, <laughs> she's a PA. <laughs> anyway. Um, and tells a story about how Sunny was getting hit on by all of these men, blah, blah, blah. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this happens a lot. But what I loved is that Whoopi then didn't say much. But then at the end, she said, well, you know, we're really happy that you guys can all laugh with us and that you all get to live vicariously through us while we're on this trip. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was kind of like her acknowledging that it's like dark times right now, but that yeah. they're on this trip and like, hopefully it can like make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> well, not the sun. <laughs> because I have, don't worry, I haven't forgotten that I said I was going to talk about the sun. Oh, good. I was worried. <laughs> because this moment of them talking about being at the bar this is how the sun frames it back in a headline out of touch the views Whoopi goldberg slammed for claiming viewers can live vicariously through them during cast bahama trip bahama trip like blasted by who though that that's what i'm this is what i'm failing to understand like slammed not blasted slammed slammed who who's slamming them? It was not it was not a blasting. It was, it was a, a slam. slamming. <laughs> According to the Sun, fans have <laughs> Oh, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Blasted <laughs> her for being out of touch with reality and with what's going on with the average viewer. To celebrate the show's 24th anniversary, the show the hosts enjoyed a Bahamas getaway together. While fans understood that the cast were there to honor the View's milestone moment, they slammed the show. So it was a slamming and a blasting. And a blasting. And especially Whoopi for how they felt, for how they went about it and the timing of it. One remark that really irked viewers arrived on Monday's show when the moderator claimed her and her host stories about their fun vacation would help viewers be able to live vicariously through them. Quote, definitely thought that was a bit cringe and out of touch, one user wrote on social media. They added, I don't think they have to feel bad about sharing their stories, having fun, but trying to frame it as being inspirational slash helpful for others rubbed me the wrong way. 
Others completely agreed, with one saying, it does feel weird to watch them do yoga with flamingos at the moment. (laughs) I think any time it would feel weird. I think the whole gag was that it was supposed to be funny and weird. (laughs) Another commented, why do I want to see them having fun in some fabulous location I cannot go? That was literally like, the audience when they announced that they were going to the yes. Oh my god, yes. I'm waiting for the quote that's like, one user, Valerie Cherish, said, <laughs> after a long day at work, I don't need to see that. <laughs> this trip in particular seems very out of touch and indulgent and completely out of sync given everything that is going on in America. Fans have been furious about this trip ever since they revealed it last month. Really? Yeah, the fans in the audience who didn't get to go (laughs) were furious. Those 50 people. Fans were excited to see what it could be, whether it was a new permanent host or a massive getaway for the show's dedicated viewers. Instead, it was to tell the audience that the host would be getting a luxury beach getaway. On social media, fans blasted the view for teasing them and for flaunting the host vacation in their faces. (laughs) Oh my god. They know all of us can't go, but we can go to their site for information on tickets. Meanwhile, I'll be here working from home while they enjoy their paid vacation. They added sarcastically, yay for everyone. <laughs> Get a actual grip. But also like me. <laughs> I try. I wanted to get tickets. I was like, I can't. And then I just carried on working from home. Yeah. But like, I don't, I also don't understand why they were like, they thought that the announcement would be a trip for the most dedicated viewers. It literally was. They, they literally brought like six dedicated viewers yeah. with them. Six. So right about that. <laughs> Write about that, the Sun US. Write about those six people. Write about the experience that those six fans Write had. about the gay dads. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not all, because someone at the Views Bahamas media monitoring team uh, uh-huh. clearly had their eyes on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> they were clearly staring directly into the sun. Because there was an... At the end of Tuesday's show, Whoopi uh-huh. had a message when she was saying, take a little time to enjoy the view. Y'all at home who are really mad at us for having such a good looking time here. We want you to have a great day and take a little time to enjoy the view. We will see you tomorrow. So what did the sun do? Oh god. They reported on it, of course. The headline is Mad View. The views Whoopi Goldberg claps back at fans for being mad that hosts are filming from the Bahamas. The Sun had such a field day with this supposed backlash, this like un- uh-huh. unreferenced supposed social media backlash that by the time the trip was over, they recycled it again, must have found a couple more tweets, and they wrote another article at the end of the week called Endless Summer, as if like oh the Bahamas, as if like oh the Bahamas would never this torture which just won't end. <laughs> Yeah. Endless summer, the views Whoopi Goldberg and co-hosts have fans fuming again (laughs) after luxury Bahamas getaway. They're working there and it's clearly sponsored by the resort. (laughs) One thing I did, I just want to say, 
one thing that we didn't talk about with during the the water slide moment was one of the funniest Sarah Haynes moments I think that she's ever given us when she was going down the water slide with the selfie stick camera, the the GoPro on the selfie stick, and she said, "This isn't even that bad. I'm resting. Look at me. I'm resting. I'm resting." <laughs> I'm resting. <laughs> I know. When that happened, I thought of you. I was like, that is. <laughs> I'm resting. I'm resting. I'm resting. Okay, anyway, we, now we can move on. So let's talk Baja Mar Tuesday. We open with flamingo yoga. It's in the rain. In the rain. It's one of those things where, like, I couldn't tell if that was what they had if what they shot was what they had mm-hmm. planned to shoot yeah. but it was very funny but Whoopi walking out with two flamingos <laughs> like unexplained with curlers in her hair yeah saying your yoga instructor has arrived your yoga yeah. instructors are here this is them why are you wearing rollers on your head just flanked by two flamingos <laughs> like as if they were like her just they all they travel with her. We didn't even know that there were flamingos present, let alone <laughs> teaching yoga. They sit down for hot topics for what was probably like the most lively discussion of the week. It was a lively discussion about prayer and sport because right. they were talking about a Supreme Court decision that this I'm going to get the details wrong, but sent the gist of it is like a a sports coach at like a high school wanted was like engaging in prayer with his team Mm -hmm. on the field after the games and they ruled that like that's okay for him to like make the whole team pray with him yeah and so they had like this lively discussion as i've said (laughs) that went to so many different places Whoopi started talking about Wiccans. What about a Wiccan? You know, what if Wiccans decided to pray? What if it was Wiccans? What What if if it was was Wiccans Wiccans praying? (laughs) And then Anna took it into Santeria. She was like, Yes. She was like, What if they want to take the chickens out to the 50 meter yard line and they want to start killing chickens. You have to start asking yourself these questions. Are you okay with that? Are you okay if a Santero pulls out a chicken in the middle of the the field? Ask yourselves those questions. Yeah. And then someone, it might have been Anna again. Someone was like, and then Sunny, you'd have no more chickens. And Sunny, very seriously, was like, yeah, I wouldn't. Literally, Joy is like, that's the thing. Joy is like, as a joke, Joy is like, Sonny, yeah. you'll have to kill all your chickens. And uh-huh. Sonny goes, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the Santero coach wants to break out the chicken and go to the 50-yard line, the Santero coach can now do that. But here's, but the, here's the question, that, here's the question that I will. still have. Like, she was fully entered that reality. Sonny was, like, hangover mode, like, the whole yes. trip. Like, not in a bad way, but just in that way where, like, <laughs> You're just like happy, um, like the he- the headache is subsided, and you're just you're just kind of in a cloud. Okay. Also on Tuesday, in an incredible decision, they booked 
Miss Slim Legs herself, Sherry Shepard. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. What a perfect decision. Like, who better to bring to the Bahamas than Sherry? And I felt like if there was any, like, doubts about is she going to be able to carry her own show? Not that anyone mm-hmm. was, but I just was like, I hope that Sherry is, like, on her A-game. She clearly is on her A-game based off yes. of this appearance. She is, like, primed and ready. The amount of, like, punchlines she got in in this interview to the point where she had so many punchlines lined up that Whoopi had to start <laughs> shushing the other co-hosts because they kept stepping on Sherry's jokes. She had so much material about Jeffrey. It really felt yeah. like the old days of her yes. just like spewing out horrifyingly embarrassing <laughs> stories about her teenage son talking about him having dry skin and uh-huh. <laughs> being in his room alone all the time to talking about like son like mother like her <laughs> him walking in on her with a vibrator and then the- purchased from purchased from candy burris's line yes and then the physical comedy of her <laughs> pretending to hold the vibrator behind her back like she's getting tasered <laughs> I've been celibate for four, four and a half years. Wow. And you know what? I didn't, my choice? Does your son like you now? He likes me, but, you know, I got to I gotta lock my door because, you know, Candy Burris, I order toys from Candy Burris all the time. <laughs> and the problem is, as you get older, you get more tired. Yeah, do tell me. I fell tell asleep me about with, this. I fell asleep with one of the toys in my hand. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey <laughs> likes to walk in my room, and I woke up, you know, because kids just stand there and look at you. So I'm laying out, I go, what are you doing? What, you know, the, 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 the thing was still on. So the Sherry show is going to be a hit. Yes. She also teased that her theme song is going to be sung by someone who's, quote, very big (laughs) in music, (laughs) which that is that could be Beyonce. (laughs) It couldn't it could it, it couldn't not be Beyonce. It could be any member, past or present, of Destiny's Child. <laughs> it could be any person who's ever appeared on Canadian or <laughs> on Canadian, Canadian Idol, Idol or American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Carly Rae Jepsen. Literally, who knows? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do think that Kelly Rowland is a a very reasonable guess. A huge suspect. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yes. As long as it's not Macy Gray, like, then I think we're I think we're golden. As long as it hasn't already been recorded by Macy Gray and it's too late to go back, I think we're fine. <laughs> okay, well, you're never going to guess who wasn't too impressed with Sherry's appearance on The View. It was those damn fans. <laughs> and this is the headline from The Sun. Shh, Sherry. The View fans shocked by NSFW oh comments from ex-co-host Sherry Shepard on live TV. Oh my god. The thing is, there's no reference to fans being shocked in this article. Not a one. So Well, here here's the thing. This is the show that spent three seasons talking about sex robots. <laughs> if and not four. On, if not four. And on the same episode, had a whole segment where it was th- the game that they played with Sherry 
and Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers also had some NSF fucking W uh, jokes. You're in there. telling the sun. The headline <laughs> was Sunny Secrets. The view host Sunny Hostin leaves fans <laughs> speechless after no. huge NSFW reveal on live no. TV. You know, it's very easy when you're writing an article to say that fans were left speechless because. How else would you know whether <laughs> when they haven't said anything? Yeah, but yeah, they, they were too stunned to speak. The game was called "Sure Did" or "Beach Please," and the questions were "Peed in a Pool," "Sure Did," or "Beach Please," as well as "Sex on the Beach," which Sunny and Anna both said they have had sex on the mm-hmm. beach. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. She describes herself as a repressed Catholic. I describe myself as a not very repressed Catholic. <laughs> Either way, I'm still getting sand out of places. <laughs> and that, according to The Sun, left fans speechless. Speechless, speechless. One fan wanted to make sure everyone on social media knew what had been revealed on The View. They tweeted... At Anna Navarro and at Sunny had sex on the beach and not the drink and not with each other. That, I was going to say, that makes it sound like on this trip to the Bahamas, they had sex on the beach. And we we're just finding out about it on live daytime television. Another praised Anna for her antics, writing... I am still getting sand out of places. Joanna, right on, sister. Oh my god. No. 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 Wednesday was water slide body double day. Oh my god. What a day. The concept of opening the show with Joy Behar mm-hmm. at the top of a water slide waving to Sunny or to Sarah and Anna. Yeah. And then a body double (laughs) jumps down the slide. And not only that, at the end of the slide, Joy gets up completely dry. (laughs) Yeah, the real Joy steps in. That... Bone dry. Was... Bone dry wearing capri-length pants which the body double was not wearing. That was the highest level of comedy. (laughs) They are doing the highest level of comedy. (laughs) The YouTube comments on that video. Let's hear it. they, They would agree with you. The amount of people who were like, I typically don't tune into The View anymore because I can't stand hearing them complain about politics, but... I have to admit, this segment really killed me. Like, people were were raffle copter for this segment, <laughs> and rightfully so. Well, not everyone, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> the headline in the sun, Joy's decoy, 
The View fans accuse host Joy oh Behar of using a body double for a wild Bahamas <laughs> show segment after spotting a key detail. A key detail has been spotted that points to the 79-year-old not taking part in the dangerous situation after oh all. God. Bit of gotcha journalism here. Nothing gets past the investigative journalists at The Sun. Viewers see someone, supposedly Joy, shooting down the tall, slamming, blasting down the tall slide with water splashing all over, but fans don't think it was actually her, especially after they, and co-hosts Sarah and Anna, realized that Joy didn't even appear to be wet when she emerged from the ride. One viewer insisted... Joy didn't go down that damn slide. That was a body double. Another agreed, writing, Yeah, Joy ain't really slide down no slide. I want to say that I saw that article on Twitter when it came out, but for some reason the images that they used, it wasn't it wasn't an image of Joy on the water slide. It was like the first image that they used was like her sitting at the table in the Bahamas. And the second image they were using as the as the kind of comparison was simply an image of her from a different segment, the segment when she was being the bartender. And so what I found misleading was that they were trying to insinuate that the Joy who was bartending was a, a decoy, was a D-Joy. <laughs> a D-Joy. <laughs> and I just didn't even, I couldn't even give it the time of day. I didn't even want to give it the click, so I didn't click on it. So now come to find out that it's actually about the water slide, I just, I I can't, I don't have any, I don't have time for the um, the U.S. sun. The way that the U.S. sun articles are coming out so fast and furiously, it's giving, yeah. like, they're kind of like the sheen of of <laughs> journalism. Yes. Like, they'll get it to you fast, but it might be a little bit stinky when it arrives. And like, <laughs> and like, sometimes it might actually be made up of really good stuff. And you can really, you, it, it's, and it's real. <laughs> it's a real piece that someone put together. But then like, nine out of 10 times, it's not that. It's as if... It's life and death to pump out some view content, <laughs> which I just have never lived my life that way. I can't, <laughs> can't relate. So that was an amazing opening. They um, they moved on in the episode to this um, segment with a chef who, mm-hmm. you know, they did the classic view thing where someone comes in and cooks them food and then we watch them eat food. He comes out with this, like, piece of meat, and he had those two, like, you know those, like, almost like fireworks that they put in the bottles at bottle service? Yes. It had two of those stuck in it. Like the crazy sparklers? The entire segment. Yeah. And we just watched as it slowly dwindled away as he explained his food to them. Yeah. So I'm not particularly interested in food, but what I did love was that I got to watch Whoopi battle with a fly for the whole segment. <laughs> Just swatting, nonstop yeah. swattage. That fly was getting slammed. And blasted. And she was certainly clapping back. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of thing, the sort of detail, you know, that typically I might notice and then never uh-huh. think about again. Yeah. But these fans of The View <laughs> that have the U.S. sun on speed dial, you can't get nothing past them. What did they think of the fly? Bad view. Oh, my God. The View fans mock Whoopi Goldberg as she becomes furious over the smallest inconvenience during no. live show. During the most recent installment of her talk of her talk show, The View, no. host, host continued to fan herself from the heat while announcing the next segment. The sister act star appeared to be annoyed by the steam coming off of the firework display. <laughs> During the segment with chef Marcus Samuelson, the ghost actress struggled to enjoy the food prepared by the new American table author. Whoopi glared at the table as she slapped the air back and forth with her hand. The talk show host stopped herself when he said, and we, Marcus noticed how she was randomly waving her hands and then started imitating her jerky movements. He asked, what is this? Suddenly, she stood up and waved her arms to swat a fly. Whoopi shouted, there's a fly. Get off my food. I'll smack the... Before the show, cut to commercial break. Oh my god. Fans jumped to the comments section and mocked Whoopi's performance as she appeared annoyed by the inconvenient fly. One fan tweeted, Whoopi's getting annoyed and cussing out the fly is me. Lots of laughs. (laughs) Another fan wrote, Lots of laughs. Whoopi about the fly on her food. Oh my god. A third fan added, She's big mad. Oh, to be that fly on her food? No. (laughs) A fourth person chimed in. Whoopi is me when I see a fly. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Can I remind you? I physically can't handle it. Can I remind you what the headline was? (laughs) The View fans mock Whoopi Goldberg as she becomes furious over the smallest inconvenience. It should be (laughs) the View fans rally behind Whoopi. Nothing. (laughs) The View fans have never related more to the View host, (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg. The view host and ghost actress would be Goldberg. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, I know you said that you didn't watch Simu Liu. I simply don't care for the man. I have nothing against his body of work. It's just not, it's just, is he's not my thing. Body of work? <laughs> Honey, talk about a body of work because this is what the sun had to say okay the view host whoopi goldberg shuts down audience wait this is what it actually says the view host whoopi goldberg shuts down down audience with furious demand after fans fawn over shirtless guest simu liu Oh my god. Because the man came out shirtless. No, he didn't. Are you serious? He literally came out with his shirt fully unbuttoned. 
there's a time and a place and the view in the Bahamas is neither the time nor the place. Okay? <laughs> it prompted well, A, it prompted it prompted Whoopi to tell everyone He's not going home with you, so don't even. But then it also prompted Joy to say if she she thought about unbuttoning her shirt, but her boobs would have been sat on the table. Now that I that I'd like to see. That feels like a once in a lifetime thing. I don't really know too much about this man, but I do think to go from Kim's convenience. Mm-hmm. Actor on the CBC mm-hmm. and CBC Gem app <laughs> to then yep. be seated for the view. Mommy Milkers out on live yeah. TV. It's like, I just don't know how this happened, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. And I want to know, I want to know who in the universe he has working for him that I can't have that. <laughs> Why can't I have my, it really comes down to, to jealousy. Why can't I have my mommy milkers out on the view? <laughs> and secondly, if he's coming out shirt undone, parading down like NS, talk about NSFW, first of all, <laughs> then why can't Sherry Shepard have leg, why couldn't there be an, a little ottoman for her to, to have legs splayed <laughs> and give uh, give Amo Mama something to write about? For God's sake. Just yeah. the double standard. I can't stand the double standard. Yeah. Before we close out Tuesday. Thought we were on Wednesday. Are we? Okay, thank God. Because I was we like. We are on Wednesday. Thank God. I was like. I gotta say, the. The food poisoning is kicking, kicking <laughs> in, and I got the sweats like crazy. <laughs> so if we're not on Wednesday, we just gotta lie and say we are. <laughs> I I feel the same way. Like I'm sweating so much because a I turned off my air conditioning. B I've been so congested all week, and I just decided to have like a single drink of alcohol even though uh-huh. I'm sick and <laughs> big let me tell you big mistake because it's not doing what it needs to be because doing because now talk about slammed my sinuses <laughs> talk about getting blasted uh my nose as soon as this is over no, no. um anyways so <laughs> Wednesday we had this brilliant segment where joy goes to the bar yeah. It was kind of like unexplained. It was just like, and now Joy <laughs> spent some time at the bar. And yes. this is like, I don't, does Joy even know how funny <laughs> this shit is to us? Because <laughs> they just, they start playing the song, If You Like Pina Coladas. Joy uh-huh. walks into the bar and she's just like, well, where the hell is everybody? <laughs> Nobody's here? Why? If you like it's literally just her riffing. Like it's so like low low stakes and like low demand and low production value. Like they just let the camera roll and she 
went and did stuff. I feel like someone just said, like, Joy, like, that would be funny enough if you just went to the bar and started making drinks. Like, the concept is you don't know how to make drinks, and also you have to talk to, like, regular everyday people. (laughs) And that's enough. And once she started getting customers, Mm -hmm. she just, like clicked into like what's the most outrageous thing i can do as an almost 80 year old woman working the bar at the bahamar (laughs) bar in the bahamas i'm just gonna start smashing glass bottles everywhere yeah and no one no one is making any attempt to stop her (laughs) i can't wait to be 79 years old and just throwing glass bottles around and everyone just applauds me. (laughs) I'm just like shocked that everyone involved was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, it's fine if she does that. <laughs> the, the scene where the couple comes and she says they're engaged and she just yes. says, Oh, let me marry you. And she does uh-huh. like a little fake wedding and then they kiss and she just goes, Mazeltov, and throws a bottle. Yes. Another bottle. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends with everyone just chanting joy while she's like pouring <laughs> orange juice into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, because there's there was also the little portion where like the bartender because he, he comes back in the world of the skit and he and he's like well let me teach you how to flip bottles and stuff like tom cruise and cocktail so then the whole thing literally just turns into him throwing bottles at her and her dropping them <laughs> like they the it's literally just 10 seconds of her smashing bottles and no one has a care in the world no one, no one has a, first of all, no one has a closed toe shoe <laughs> or a care in the world. <laughs> this really might be one of the greatest things that has ever <laughs> happened on The View. Like, ever. Like, actually, like, season 25, we are still breaking new ground and bottles. Because We're bringing the glass ceiling and <laughs> bottles. It just feels like they clicked into what people like love about these women. Yeah. It's like we just want to see them be naturally hilarious because they are. Yeah. It also felt like a call like I feel like that episode where they almost gave the vice president COVID and they had to talk to the audience <laughs> for like 15 minutes. I feel like that like really like kind of like something clicked for behind the scenes and they realized that like something that is really just enjoyable to watch is joy interacting with perfect strangers and everyday people and so part of the beauty of this segment was her just trying to make conversation with like a random person from minnesota (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's kind of the same it's the same idea as like why people love hot top like why the most popular thing on the show is hot topics mm-hmm. it's because like we just like watching them talk to each other whether it's yeah. serious or lighthearted like we just like watching them be themselves and so mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of these 
Bahamas segments were just that. And that's why they were so funny. I mean this in the best possible, kindest, most complimentary way. But Joy going out there and like speaking to like regular people and bartending and breaking bottles, like the energy that she was giving, I've only ever seen in a segment where like they send like a Muppet out into the real world. <laughs> like it was like when you see in like a Muppet movie when they like break the Take fourth Manhattan. wall. And like, yeah, and like, and Kermit is like trying to hail a cab. Like, it was that level of humor for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we closed out Wednesday with an an interview with Chloe Feynman. Should we move on to the last day of Bahamas? I think we should. I think we need to. <laughs> okay, let's talk Thursday at the Bahamar. View team assemble is how we open the show. <laughs> Brian Tetta. I love, I love that we've entered an era of The View where if you just tune in and you don't know who the fuck that guy is, <laughs> it's never going to get explained. <laughs> yeah. The man with the conch the shell. <laughs> he blasts into that shell and he assembles the view team. All I know is there's two moments from that that got me so good. One is the very first reaction to him sounding the alarm of Whoopi just looking up at the sky. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, Whoopi looking up to the sky, which I don't know if you noticed, but in that moment and every other pre-taped segment, she was wearing the same thing. Everyone else had multiple outfit changes from segment to segment to at least create the illusion that they were taped on different days. And Whoopi was wearing the same one outfit for every single one. I find it so fascinating how little, how Whoopi will just do the bare minimum at all times. And still kill it. It's no notes. Kind of iconic. <laughs> so yeah, it was Whoopi looking up to the sky, but then <laughs> the opposite of doing the bare minimum is Sarah Haynes fully submerged underwater, just <laughs> blasting from the ocean and then <laughs> reacting to the sound of Brian's call. The overacting got me so good. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite moments from Bahamas is when Sarah oh emerged from underwater. She said, I heard there might be, she said, I heard there might be an opening in the new Aquaman movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why her, <laughs> that is why her. Stupid. <laughs> that's the stupidest joke I've ever made. That is why her scuba suit stayed on. Stayed on. <laughs> So after the VIEW team assembled, they sat down to have a conversation about, like, the most torturous conversation about, is Joe Biden doing enough? Oh, my God. About Roe v. Wade. Just the worst conversation of, like, 
them literally stepping over each other to try to explain why it's actually fine that he isn't doing anything because if he was doing something, it would actually be bad because then he'd be overreaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay. like they could not, they were literally fighting for the control of who was going to get to speak in th- into their tiny microphone to defend why him doing literally nothing makes sense. Yeah. And Joy was like, it's not the guy's trying. He put a black woman on the Supreme Court, right? He's trying. It's not his fault. It's Manchinima's fault. It's Manchinima's fault. <laughs> Manchinima. <laughs> Biden had a promising agenda and it was derailed by the dinos, the dinos yep. in Congress, Manchin and Cinema, Manch- Manchinima. Let's call them Manchinima from now on. <laughs> Um, Joe Biden is not whipping up the Democrats to change the filibuster to get get Manchin, to 50 because and so Manchinima, that they can codify Roe. Because Manchinima will not allow it. Isn't that correct? My favorite mm. song from Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Manchinima. And then Anna just being like, I don't know. You know what? One thing I do know for sure. We got to vote. Yeah. 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 Thank you. But I will say Sunny Sunny was not having it. It seemed kind of like Sunny wanted to actually say more about Biden, but it was not really I feel like Bahamas Sunny was like I'm going to let this go, but I will say out of everyone, she seemed to be the one that had her head screwed on straight in this segment. Yeah. Despite multiple margaritas. Despite exercising till 1230 at night the night before. <laughs> and multiple margaritas. Multiple tequilas with, with fresh lime juice. Right. She st- still somehow tried to bring, to reel things back in. But yeah, I feel like it, at that point in the week, so late in the week on the Thursday, not even working on Friday, like I felt like it was they were all kind of like passive about it. Like oh, whatever, like, let's not even bother. (laughs) Let's not get into it. The only reason why it was forgivable and I could just look past it was because they filled that, they filled the day with another great segment, another great pre-taped comedy segment, Jobs at the Resort. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for Jobs at the Resort because (laughs) someone had the bright idea to assign each of the ladies a different role that they could take on at the Baja Mar Resort. Mm-hmm. We were blessed to see Sunny as the lifeguard. Everybody out! Danger! Very dangerous! Sarah as the golf course caddy. Hey! You want me, Annie! How are you? I am your caddy! <laughs> Anna as the child care worker. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. I just have to take care of a few kids. How bad can this be? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Whoopi jobless and unbothered. <laughs> And Joy, the concierge. Yes. We might see if you can help us with a dinner reservation this evening. Oh, just let me finish this. I'm watching Downton Abbey. Oh, is there someone else that could help us? 
No. No? This is it. Another brilliant, uh, brilliantly crafted segment. Just really great work from everyone. And, like, if anyone wants to get mad and say, oh, well, they were on vacation and they weren't working that week. Well, here's the proof. <laughs> four, four out of five. Four out of five were working their, their asses off, actually. Yeah, I think it's kind of crazy that, like, if they were smart, they would take this and try to sell this to, like, MTV <laughs> or, like, VH1 or something and try uh-huh. to be like, okay, it's time to reboot The Simple Life, but let's yes. leave Paris Celebrity. and Nicole in the past. and yes. Have a have a rotating panel of celebrities who have to work at a resort. It's like it's like um, I meant below specifically deck. view co-hosts, oh. but I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> My idea was like b- a mix of this segment and below deck, and the staff is made up entirely of celebrities who have and, appeared so, on the view. Who have appeared on the view? <laughs> exactly. I wasn't on my thought. <laughs> Um, what else happened on Thursday? They had an interview with this comedian slash actor named Craig Robinson. I just wanted to mention how bizarre it was when I think he was like kind of sweating in the interview. And there's a moment where like, I find like on The View, like usually they're pretty good at like hiding stuff by like going to a close up and then you uh-huh. cut back and it's like, wait, did Whoopi just catch a towel yeah but in this instance they stayed fully wide in the middle of the interview someone just threw a towel at Whoopi, and then she threw it at the guest i just want to like talk about that for a second a producer was like mm-hmm. damn like craig is really sweating. sweating his ass off yeah we've got to do something yeah um they said well, Whoopi has experience as a playing a basketball coach in a movie 25 years ago. I mean, Sarah's been literally training for the Olympics all week, but <laughs> let's throw it to Whoopi and Whoopi Whoopi as a as a professional entertainer. Whoopi will know who needs the towel. And it was and they were right. They were right. But like what was that? Like, that was such an insane decision to throw, not like a little face cloth, like a full-size hotel. hotel. A hotel towel. A towel taken literally from the hotel bathroom. And have you ever seen, like, if that was a woman, Mm -hmm. do you think they would have thrown a full-size towel and been like, dab yourself off? I feel like my judgment is so blurred right now because I personally, you know, the scene in Bridesmaids where they all start sweating and and she's trying to eat the Jordan almond and just like can't get it down. I personally feel like I'm going through that right now. So as someone as someone of extremely sweating experience right now. I have to, I'm saying that if I was sweating like that on TV and they threw me an entire <laughs> bath towel, they could throw me a bed sheet ripped off the bed and I would use it on daytime television if I was in that moment. Okay. If I felt like this in that moment, okay. I would. Okay. <laughs> so I have nothing against 
the person who made that decision, good good on you. Because good maybe call. Craig maybe Craig before going on said, Listen, I ate some weird looking salad and I think I have listeria <laughs> and I'm about to go on. And if you see me sweating, he, throw in this towel. <laughs> You don't know. We don't know people's business. Maybe that happened. So I'm not going to sit here and criticize <laughs> whoever decided to launch a bath towel at the table. Okay. Um, I think you made some good points, and I'm just not going to talk about it ever again. Good. <laughs> so, okay. I, wrapping up, Thursday at the Bahamas, I completely forgot that in the same segment that that the ladies tried out different jobs at the resort, they shoehorned in a fireworks display. Oh my god. Where the reason Whoopi didn't take up a job at the resort was because um, she had been working on putting together this fireworks display. I had no idea that she was like into fireworks at all. And, yeah. and what? Sorry, I'm saying fireworks but it actually was like a water it was like water pyrotechnic yeah but it was like water that was like lit in a way that it gave the experience of fireworks to me yeah um set to this is for my girls Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to say that was beautiful Lastly, the big finale of The View takes the Bahamar Resort at the Bahamas was a special performance by none other than longtime friend of The View, one of the male co-hosts, Neo. I was honestly so rattled, but in a really good way, because never in a million years would I have thought that Neo would go on in the year 2022 and sing Give Me Everything. One of the (laughs) greatest songs. one One of the greatest songs that we as people have, but nevertheless, a song from... 2011. <laughs> One of his classics, as will be said. I just did not at all see that one coming. Um, so I was delighted by that because me and that song go way back. <laughs> yeah. Me not working hard? Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square and take a picture of me with a Kodak. I am always saying that. <laughs> when that song came out... It turned me into a monster. Something happened with that song where if I was like going, if it was a weekend or a night that I was going out and I would hear that song, I took that as like the universe giving me permission to absolutely act up. (laughs) And I did, I lived that way for like a year until, until the magic of the song kind of wore off. So to hear it now is like spooky. It's literally a perfect song. I can't think yeah. of a better way to end the Bahamas. I'm not joking. I think yeah. there are 
but maybe two perfect songs in the whole world, and one of them is Give Me Everything by Neo featuring Pitbull, and the other is I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas, and if you have a problem with it, yeah. I don't want to hear it. I, I figured you were going to say that, and the only other song that I was thinking potentially would have also been the other third option to close it out would be On the Floor <laughs> by J-Lo and Pitbull. Absolutely. Because again, like no notes, a perfect song, perfect dance anthem to close out a four day getaway where you've just spent $14,000 a night to stay there. I think if I had been in the audience, which I was not, um, I was not asked to be in the audience, nor could I afford it. Um, But if had I been in the audience, I think I would have cried at the part where Neo was like, I want to see if you know the words. Yeah. And then um, he was like, this is my prove it face. I want yes. you to prove it. And then the audience proved it to him. They proved it. They literally clapped their little and hands. He was, he was touched. <laughs> they knew all you the words. Tell. But like during the sing-along portion, I think I would have cried. I think I would have cried. I would have cried and I would have ripped my shirt open. <laughs> like Simu Leo style. <laughs> yes. Mommy Melker's out. Especially yes. like when all of a sudden the beautiful dancers of the Bahamas came out and started dancing to Give Me Everything by Neo, mm-hmm. closing the week out the way we started it. <laughs> yeah. Bookends. Powerful. 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 Bookends. Yeah. Okay. Important. 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 You know, Tamron Hall, you have fun with your Emmy, but you'll uh-huh. never have what we had at the Bahamar. You'll never have that. Yeah. So overall... Overall, I couldn't have really asked for a better vacation. four days. A better vacation. I felt like I lived vicariously through them. I don't know about you or the writers at The Sun, but I felt like, you know what, guys? Mission accomplished. Yeah, I think that was perfect. A perfect four episodes of television. A perfect way to celebrate season 25. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be referencing it for many years to come. My whole life. (laughs) So before we go... In our last episode, we were talking about who should fill Megan McCain's seat at The View, and we asked um, if anyone wanted to send us a voicemail to tell us who they are rooting for, who they think should get the job. We received some voicemails. Unfortunately, not a lot of people answered the question at hand, but we are going to respond to most of your queries. Hey, Deja The View, it's Eamon from Dallas. So glad you guys are back. Uh, And I'm sending this voicemail because you asked our thoughts on the new conservative co-hosts options, and I am definitely a proud Power Granger. Uh, She's definitely my pick for all the reasons that you guys said. Her personality is great. Um, She doesn't have that baggage of being a former Trump official. And I think as soon as she started singing Irreplaceable, she had my my vote. 
I was surprised you guys said that you think the co-host probably wants someone weaker like Alyssa um, as opposed to Lindsay. I actually think it's the complete opposite. It seems that particularly Anna and Sunny are very adamant and uh, personally upset of a former Trump official coming in to kind of rehab their image. And it seems that, to me at least, that they would much prefer someone like Lindsay and that they get along with her. Um, anyways, that's my thoughts. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> Okie dokie. They don't agree that the co-hosts want someone weaker like Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I still kind of stand by what I said. Like, I think, yeah. I think in theory they want someone strong, but they actually just want some someone weak that they can like uh beat up <laughs> cuz like i think i think they're having a good time just like being able to just like talk amongst themselves so if they have to like actually debate someone who is making like who is whose points are in fact and not just in like religious belief or like trumpism then like i think they just get frustrated so like yeah i think on principle they probably are like yeah we should have someone who can actually hold their own but then when it comes down to it i think they kind of just like being able to just talk amongst themselves and not have to pay attention to whatever that person's saying yeah and that's why that is why i like Lindsay because i feel like she's not gonna let them do that yeah but i don't know that's just how i perceive it i could be wrong I have a couple more voice memos that I'm going to play that are more random, but we appreciate them anyway. Hi, Deja The View. This is Brandon from New Jersey. I love you guys very much. I'm so happy you're back. Um, I was just wondering, as we're wrapping up season 25, how do you think the show handled the anniversary season overall? Um, especially with the Flashback Friday hosts that kind of seemed to die off after winter break. Um, how do you think they did in general? Um, obviously it's super sad. We never got to see Rosie, but not surprising. Um, and also why do you think we never saw Elizabeth this season, especially when she was booked and advertised in February? And then that just was never mentioned again. Thank you so much. I'm surprised that no one wrote about that in the New York Post. (laughs) Because we actually, I meant to talk about this. Like she was fully booked and then it just never happened but like i just assume that it happened in the same way that the michelle collins view reunion fell apart yeah am i happy with how season 25 has unfolded yes and no i think that the bahamas trip was truly incredible i think they could have done literally nothing but the bahamas and i still would have been so happy yeah I think it's a shame that the flashback Fridays didn't really like pan out yeah. perfectly. I think like Elizabeth and Rosie O'Donnell are like pillars of view history. And it's too bad that they aren't part of the the yeah. view unions. And I also think it's kind of lame that they reunited the original co-hosts like 80 times. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not not happy. We've had worse seasons, and I can't go back to that. So this felt like a step up from the worst season that we'd ever had. So if, if that's, if that makes, if that's, if that's happy, hey, if this is happy in the new normal, hey, then I'm (laughs) it. 
then I'm it. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with how how things have have panned out. I think like just like the effort was there mm. and you know, Bahamas baby, nothing matters anymore. I'm truly only going to have Bahamas on the brain when it comes to the view. Yeah. For th- for the next 10 years. Yes. Which is how we felt after Disney or at least how I felt. So I think that then that is a measure of a successful trip. Okay. Just one more. Next card, honey, next card. <laughs> hey, do you think, um, first of all, love the podcast. So glad you're going back to it. I've been missing y'all hardcore. Um, but do you ever get the feeling that Anna and Joy don't like each other? Remember that time where they switched up the seats and Joy was like very discombobulated and was like, ugh, she made like a scene of it. And then ever since then, I feel like the two of them have sort of been fighting each other. What are your thoughts on that? Hot take. Bye. Thank you for your hot tropic take. Was that the man who had the kidnapper in his car? <laughs> no, different. <laughs> I'd love okay, to know what just, restaurant they're at, though. I yeah, I need. I just needed to know. It sound that restaurant sounded like a TGI Fridays. If I had to get if K okay, if you were <laughs> if that was you <laughs> and you were at a TGI Fridays, please leave a voice memo and <laughs> tell me if I'm right. <laughs> to- Something about the clink. Something about a TGI Fridays has a really specific clink. I think it's like the the glassware that they use versus any other place. That was it was giving that. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the question was, do we think that Anna and Joy oh. or do we think that Joy hates Anna? I had never thought about this before. No, I never thought and about the- it. And the only thing that came to mind when when I heard this was when they were talking about Brittany Griner and Anna was like, what is it like to be her, like a, a black woman, gay, seven foot tall, locked up in Russia? And Joy was like, what does her height have anything to do with it? <laughs> and wouldn't let it go. And like Sarah even had to like put her hand out and be like, Joy, like it's fine, like it, yeah, like it's it's fine, it's fine, and that was the only thing that came to mind. And then I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I've never. I highly doubt any of those women dislike Anna, but yeah, I do know that Anna is a comedian. Yes, and Joy is a comedian, and I know from the past when the panel has had three comedians on at one time like sherry mm-hmm. joy Whoopi, that mm-hmm. it took a while for joy and sherry to kind of like find their footing because yeah. they're both trying to get their jokes out yeah. and sometimes i wonder if maybe or i'm wondering in this moment if maybe that's what you're picking up on like maybe yeah. sometimes joy is like anna's stepping on my jokes or like anna's showboating that sort of thing i think it's a, a little joke rivalry like i think it's exactly that if there's anything there it's a little bit of a joke rivalry and the fact that anna consistently comes prepared with pre-written mm-hmm. jokes joy is more of uh, an impromptu yeah. gal <laughs> just different styles different styles of humor different different styles of crowd work i do so maybe it's that i do i have picked up on Whoopi kind of sh- getting a little sick of some of anna's like patterns in the bahamas mm-hmm. like you know how anna always gets stuck in a loop like yeah. 
um, there was when they were talking about abortion, she started going, if you don't want to have an abortion, don't have one. If you don't want to yeah. get gay married, don't get gay married. And uh, Whoopi like cut her off and was like, we get it. And she was like, not another sound bite. Yeah. And like, there yeah. was another time this week where Anna was going into one of her lists and Whoopi kind of mm-hmm. cut her off and was like, she was like, I could say this till I'm blue in the face. And Whoopi was like, well, don't because we don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I do think like, I don't know, it's po- it's possible that you're picking up on something like that. That's how I see it. But interesting. Yeah. I don't think there's any hatred there, though. I think that's too strong of an emotion. I don't think there was any hate at on the Bahamas trip. Yeah. At all. I don't think they would all go there together if there was that much of a headbutting happening. Yeah. You don't say you don't dance to Neo's "Give Me Everything Tonight" with someone that you don't like. <laughs> I'll just say that. There is an energy and a sort of bonding that takes place, especially when you're at the Baja Mar. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that's it for voice memos today. I still would love to know what people are thinking about who should be the next conservative on The View. Love to hear that. But also, we will accept any type of communication from you. Would love to hear your thoughts on that specifically priority priority about that (laughs) (laughs) priority entries priority entries for that and then if you don't have an opinion on that but you have an opinion on something else will you can send it we'll always take your opinions (laughs) okay so that's all from us for now anything else you'd like to say elizabeth because this is just getting good no (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a friend. And I hope everyone had as great of a time in the Bahamas as we did. Yes. And we will be back soon to talk about the rest of this season and how things Mm -hmm. are going to wrap up. We have our eyes on that hot, empty seat at the hot topics table. Hot, 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 empty seat. So until next time, I hope everyone has a great day and takes a little time to enjoy. Restin. I'm restin. <laughs> Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. Join the hunt. Look at me restin. I'm restin.